Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 123. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilal Springer. This week on the show, we're joined by David Lindley and Gail Fulbright, owners of Headlines the Salon, to discuss first the importance of focusing on your online reputation, but also how to play nice with Yelp. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Killian. Interesting episode. We haven't talked about online reputation in a, quite a while, actually. I know, yeah. I think like when we brought out the feature, it was all that we talked about for a couple of months, but we haven't until actually... Until GDPR. <laughs> until GDPR, which was the next big thing. But when we were talking about it, we we always discussed like Google My Business and Facebook because that, that's what's huge over... Like I'm based in Ireland, Forrest is based in Ireland. That's what's big over here. But there's a third part of the online reputation, which is Yelp, which is something we've never really discussed because it's not really something that is over this side. But I believe in America, it's huge. So recently, or was it recently, we're talking back in May here, there was the Salon Data Driven Summit. And at that summit, we saw that there was a talk from David Lindy and Gail Fulbright from Headlines to Salon. And what they were covering was essentially your online reputation and playing nice with Yelp. Now, we've already had David on the show before, and I'm sure he like he was really hard to track down because he's just become such a celebrity ever since that episode. But he has kindly brought Gail along with him to really dig down into this topic. So Dave, Gail, welcome to the show. Hi, Killian. Hey, Zoe. Hey, hey thank you for doing this. This is, this is a fun subject. Yeah, it's very exciting for us to uh, talk in Atlanta about this subject because we're very passionate about Yelp. That's for sure. So is this the first time that you have done a talk on this subject at Data Driven? Was that the first time you covered it? No. Um, Salon Today also had the digital summit um, last uh, fall. And we were able to uh, do it for the first time there. And it went over so well that we got to bring it back to Atlanta at Data Driven. So now at this stage, you're getting royalties from Yelp. (laughs) They're paying us handsomely. I want want to make a disclaimer because we were asked, are you paid by Yelp or are you an elite member, which we'll talk about later? And the answer is no. You know, it's just... We're paid in a way that we do get a lot of new clients. Um, one day, just you know, preparing for this last Wednesday, we had 12 new guests, and uh, we we always ask where they come from. They get a tour and stuff, and we had six out of the 12 not referrals, not Instagram, but were Yelp slash Google. So that's how important it is, and that's how we get paid, so to speak, right, new clients. Well, that's the beauty of like when companies build great products or platforms or anything like that, because if you build it so well, you will eventually have ambassadors for your product. And this is exactly what you two are doing now. Like they're they're not paying you. I know we kind of joke about that. But for what they've done for your business, you've now gone on to do talks about this, to share the message about it. Yeah, Yeah. you're almost missing the boat if you don't do it. That's, That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing about Yelp is that it brings in, it can bring in so much revenue just by working it and doing the things that you need to do to get people in the door. Yeah, I suppose it's being smart about how you use it as well, you know? Absolutely. So before we get into it too much, right, um, David, you've been on the show with us in January and um, we challenge you to do a 30 second elevator pitch, which you nailed. 
But Gail, this is your first time on the show. So what about like a little introduction as to your background, you know, how you came in the industry and, and stuff like that? Easy enough, my 30-second pitch. Um, I've been a hairdresser for over 40 years. I know it's scary to think of that, <laughs> but I, I'm proud of it. So I started as a hairdresser back in the Midwest in Michigan. Um, I moved out to California in, in 1987. I opened Headlines for Hair, which we ran for 25 years and kind of grew, blew out of our space. And we moved over and changed it to Headlines, the salon at that time. And... Um, we're now proud to have 40 employees, 40 plus employees. Um, we are in California, which is a very, let's call it independent focused environment where there's a lot of s studios and suites and booth rental. And I'm really proud to say we have a strong culture that's really maintained in an employee base. Our focus is community, our focus is education, and our focus is a family type environment. So we're unique, I guess, a little anomaly in the environment out here in California, but it's the way we do it. And today, July 1st, is actually our 33rd anniversary of being in business. Oh, well, geez, congratulations. Wow. Happy anniversary. Congratulations. You kept that one quiet when we were doing the back and forth for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> when we picked the day, that's why they settled for Monday. <laughs> Congratulations. That's great to hear. Thank you. So 33 years of business and the last 12 years or well, it's going to be 13 years now. You've actually been salon today's top 200 salon. You've been in their top 200 salons for the last 12 years. So I know today we're talking about Yelp. But there has to be some other secrets that you're doing right here to be able to keep that title for so long. You know, being a top is actually an honor and it's great to be in that family because you're around the top of the top, the best of best. And, you know, it's not about bragging rights that we were top 200. It's actually really great for the team to feel part of that. And to keep it going, it, we... It, they have 11 categories. And throughout the year, we stop and we kind of analyze what might be a, a great subject to work on. For instance, we're doing a, a big thing of philanthropy, which is a category about cool caps, which is a product that you wear when you're going through chemo to save your hair. So it's a fundraiser we'll do. Um, the other thing we focus on is customer service, which Forrest has been a great help, of course. And you know, having those reviews and what we do with it with callbacks and things like that. And I love our Monday morning reports. Yeah, those are always amazing. We literally wait and do it. You love know, it. it's like, ooh, look. Waiting in front of the computer, refreshing the email tab. <laughs> but the top 200 is, is great for attracting new hires. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a bragging rights, but when someone's searching for a salon, it's, it's, a, it's nice to say, yep, we're, we've been in there. We've entered 13 times and won 12, so it's never a guarantee. So we've already mentioned that you did a talk back in May this year, you were discussing the importance of your online reputation and more specifically Yelp. Let's take this one step at a time here when we talk about online reputation. The first channels that come to mind for me are Facebook and Google, right? Is that what we're limiting ourselves to? Or do, do, do we have more? Is there more to your online reputation here? Well, I think everybody goes to Facebook and Google right away. Um, I think, like you said, uh, we think that um, the biggest opportunity is utilizing Yelp, which is 
pretty big over here in the States. And that's the other channel that um, we focus on. Uh, but Facebook and Google are not going anywhere, but it's really nice to kind of cross check yes. between all of them. And I found some, a lot of times you can Google something and Google pulls up Yelp's, um, you know, all their data. Isn't that mm-hmm. kind of crazy? So yeah. if, you, if you don't have a lot of reviews, we're blessed or we worked really hard. You know, we have like 395 reviews on Yelp that does kind of generate the Google a little bit. So it's, it, it's not something to be ignored. The reason I started off with the Facebook and Google My Business as the online reputation is because in Ireland, that's all I really see. I never really see Yelp, but on saying that, most of our listeners to this show are based in America. So while you're not really having to tell our listeners what Yelp is, can you tell me or give me a bit of insight into Yelp and how does it work for your online reputation? Well, I think that... um... I think the reason we utilize Yelp so much is because it's kind of the Pinterest of review sites. There's so much um, there's so much information on there from from pictures to um, uh, information about phone numbers, where they're at, maps, etc. That uh, all of us here in the states tend to utilize that as a quick find of where of where we want to go. As well as the, the second thing is you have an opportunity to have a conversation through Yelp. People message us all the time about how much are haircuts, when can I get in, where are you located. It's an amazing conversation app as well. Good point. With what David said was there's an opportunity where you can message on Yelp. And um, we actually have our, a full-time girl, our director, Brittany, actually handles it. And I get ding, ding, uh, notified from Yelp whenever anybody either does a review or requests an appointment. We get a couple appointments a day coming through Yelp. More than a couple. And I, it was funny. A salon owner once said to me, she goes, well, isn't that annoying? I'm going, it's kind of like hearing the cash register. Ding, ding. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Yeah, but the, thing. back to David's point about the Pinterest, um, it, we are the number two searched business in industry and Yelp. Number one, of course, is restaurants, but number two is beauty business. And you have this great opportunity to post pictures and clients can post pictures. And that, if I'm out looking for a hair salon, which I was when I was in Dublin, we'll tell that story later. um, You get to see their work. It's kind of like supporting your Instagram and I pull a lot of the pictures from my Instagram to put on on Yelp periodically. And people get to see what you do and you get to kind of attract your ideal client that way, not necessarily someone that doesn't know your work. We put a lot of blondes. We're in California on our page. And so it attracts a lot of blondes. It's kind of another way of just promoting, I guess. So when I was chatting to Connor about getting you back on the show and talking about Yelp, he was saying that essentially Yelp kind of in some ways acted a bit like a marketplace. What's your take on this and how does it actually work for you guys to keep in control, I suppose, because oftentimes marketplaces are damaging more than anything, you know, in the long term. So how do you keep control over what you're actively putting out on Yelp and what you're getting back from it? Does it like, do they take a cut? Like, how does it work really? 
There's a, def- a couple different ways you can work Yelp, you know, and a lot of Yelp, Yelp gets a bad rap from a lot of people because they think that people are constantly soliciting them to, to pay for Yelp ads. Mm-hmm. You can, and you should if you don't already have a, a, a little presence on it. But for us, now that we've gotten to the point of having a lot of reviews, I probably spend two hours a week on you know, putting up my pictures, um, answering reviews, um, going back in and changing it up a little bit. I speak a lot. I go, I call Yelp myself instead of waiting for them to call me. I call them and ask them, so how's my page looking? And setting up your page is so important. And that's what Connor kind of heard us say. A lot of people just, their business is up there and they ignore it. And a bad review will be up there and nobody will respond or a great review and you don't respond, which is just as bad. But um, responding to bad reviews and turning them around is kind of like a game for me. (laughs) It's a lot lot of fun because number one, if someone says something negative about your business, you take it really personal, kind of like a baby, you know, don't, you know, but if you really listen to what they're saying and you can make a positive change in your business and then have them come back and write a positive review, that's, that's golden, you know, and you as a consumer reading that, it kind of says this business cares. So managing it, um, you know, if you can put an hour aside every week and to do it, it's, it is a marketing tool. As well as I think it's a, it's, it's like a social media tool as well, because you can talk back and forth and the, and the consumer sees that communication that you have between the owner and the client. And they can see that you really care about your business and you really care what, what they're talking about. I think it's super important and super um, relevant to why we use Yelp. Well, like you said just there earlier, that it's, it's kind of like a social media platform and you can direct message. So initially what I was thinking is that your profile is up there. It's your basic contact information and more than likely it's going to be they telephone you or they send you an email. And we all know the story with emails. <laughs> you receive how many emails a day that you just can't it's clutter. It's like you just no matter how hard you try, it's almost impossible to get through all those emails. But that direct messaging then kind of brings me back to um, like Facebook Messenger. So is it more kind of that approach to it then? And you have someone in salon, you have the Yelp page open and they just come through as live messages then? Correct. Well, you have a notification on your phone. So it just kind of, like I said earlier, it'll notify you with a little ding ding so that you know to answer it right away. Yeah. And I have visited other pages and other, you know, the competition in town. And if the response rate, let's say I'm in town, I want to blow out, and the response rate on someone else's page is two days, they've lost me. If on ours, it's 10 minutes. Because you need it now. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so that's where managing it and um, having that opportunity that Yelp provides for you to do that. They call it a banner. And we do pay a minimum charge. It's under $100 a month to keep this banner. And it gets the notifications that also gives us, you know, this uh, opportunity to post up the pictures that we want and to be really active with it. Yeah, it also gives us the opportunity to post a video on there, which is a tour of our salon. 
super. I've seen that video. That's a great video. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> but yeah. wouldn't you love a sneak peek of the place you're going to go, you know, have dinner at or whatever? I have a favorite Dublin story if I could tell it. So we, go, go when we it. were in town for the conference, brilliant, by the way, thank you. Um, David and I were, wa- we were walking down the street and we decided, well, let's go get dinner. So we walked by this restaurant, looked in, it was beautiful. Menu was sitting outside, looked good. And David goes, I don't know, it's empty. I went, and I'm on my phone. I'm yelping in, in Ireland. <laughs> Standing outside the restaurant. <laughs> it has great reviews. It showed, I'm looking at the pictures going, I'm, I could eat anything that I'm looking at right now. And then David and I kind of looked at each other and went, oh, we're so American. It's only like 7.30. No wonder it's empty because people eat later in Europe than they do here in the States. So by the time we decided to go in because of the reviews, by the time we were getting our main course, the place was full because, you know, here it is a little bit later. So if it wasn't for Yelp, we would have passed by. Yeah, we never went in. So, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those double check systems, I guess. You know, a friend can tell you it's good, but you might not like what they eat. <laughs> the thing I thought was funniest about that was you stood outside the restaurant, you looked at the menu, but you still had to go and check out their online which is exactly what this episode is all about. That no matter how many friends or family tell you about it, or you could physically be there, you still need that social authority from people you don't know. Exactly. It's funny, like, isn't it? But that's the way it is now. It's just our culture now is that that's what we do. We, we look at our... We look at our phone for for all kinds of things. And one of the biggest things we look at is is pictures and, and more information about something. You know, the new marketing is Instagram too. You know, you in Facebook, you can't get around it. And you know, Instagram is kind of we all brag. In Facebook, you know, nobody's ever sad. You know, they're always having <laughs> Yeah. So you know, your reviews, so to speak, your page on Instagram better match up with what the public says with Google and Yelp, or else who do you believe? Because you can make yourself look really good on Instagram, but can you, you know, deliver you, the, the thing about Yelp and Google, you get honest reviews. So we've, you know, we've already mentioned you've been a salon today, top 100 salon for 13 years now. Um, how long... Have you been focusing on generating reviews? Like, what does your strategy look like? Because I know you guys joined Forest. You were loving the online reputation manager. You know, we've even have like a YouTube video of you guys talking about it. So has this been more of a recent focus? And how do you balance the three out? Google, Facebook, Yelp. How do you work that all together? Well, I think that uh, we have been focused on it for the past several years. Um, we always have been... We've always known that reviews are a huge part of our business and super important for our business. I think getting Forrest a couple years ago really solidified that with their online reputation module. Uh, It showed us how important those three categories were, Google, Facebook, and Yelp. So it really brought to the surface how important those categories were for us. So we really wanted to focus more on Google and Yelp to help our business grow more. The great thing about Google with Forrest is, as like we mentioned before, is make sure you have a conversation back. If someone yeah. gives you a five-star, go in, use their name, do, re, 
mention something about their experience and make that conversation because people love to read not only what the client is saying, but how the owner's responses, responses, because it kind of shows a little snapshot of the culture. You know, if you're you're nice online, people are going to think you're nice in person. And hopefully you are. (laughs) (laughs) And the same thing too is if you get a bad review, to manage that with dignity and with uh, respect and, and not come across like you're, you know, in a fist fight with someone just because they said something bad about your business, you go yeah. back in and you look like you respond like you'd, you'd want to it in a face-to-face kind of situation. Yeah. I think that's been our strategy is just to really communicate and, and be um, like, like Gail says, you know, to really, um, talk back and forth to your clients and make sure that they're understanding that this is a social thing for you to really be in communication with. And it's not just a review that's going to be posted and that's it. You're never going to hear from us again. So that's been one of our strategies is to really be in communication with all of our reviews. Well, there's two ways to look at that, I suppose. You're saying, oh yeah, come into the salon, we'll give you a great client experience or a customer experience, we'll be real friendly with you. But then the minute they leave the salon, they've gone out of their way to write a lovely review for you and you haven't bothered to say thank you or Correct. or just even drop a line. So it's like saying, oh yeah, we'll be one person when you're in the salon, but then the minute you leave, now uh, we, we've kind of moved on. So something as simple as saying thank you shows that you've really gone out of your way after hours then to keep that communication going. And then if someone leaves that one bad review, we all know there's someone who just had a bad day or the experience just wasn't for them. So by seeing how you respond to that, is better than getting defensive, I suppose. Well, you didn't like the service because this and that and the other. Don't get defensive. Just kind of flesh it out. Give yourself another opportunity to amend it. Like you were saying, Gail, you look at it as a game. Exactly. (laughs) You know, the nice thing about Yelp is there's two ways to respond. You can do it uh, publicly and privately. And I always say, if you have a not-so-good review, respond privately first. And, you know, say whatever you need to say. This would be the time you might offer something for them to come back in free. Publicly, you don't want to offer, I'm going to give you your money back because then you're going to get those those strange people that are going to take advantage of that. So, you know, responding both ways is huge. And then that way, you know, you can get your point across to these people that you do care. How do you manage that with Google? I don't believe that you can privately message those people, right? Right. Um, so how do you how do you manage that? I mean, you're using the three platforms anyways, so you probably have run into that. We have, and that's where you, I like Yelp better because you can respond. But with Google, you have your information because when the guest comes in, you have them fill out a profile, and so you call them. You know, the old-fashioned way where people don't pick up. <laughs> no, you, you call them or you, you know, you, you text them or you address it that way. But that's the nice thing about Yelp is you can have that two-way conversation going on. That's a little bit different. You know, same thing with Facebook. They don't seem to really respond back. You know, we might apologize, but then it's, you get crickets. And I think that's uh, interesting about Yelp is the fact that it's such, like I was talking about earlier, it's such a social um, thing anymore that, People do, for some reason, feel comfortable messaging back and forth on Yelp. And so they feel like it's a great way to communicate versus Google or versus Facebook. Somehow for us, uh, when we 
try to get back with people on Google or Facebook, they don't seem to respond as much as as they do with Yelp. So other than having a platform to, I suppose, showcase reviews to attract new clients, have you utilized Yelp to, say, attract new employees? Or have you found Yelp kind of attribute anything towards your business in other ways than new clients? You know, right now, millennials and Gen Zs are big for the hair industry. You know, that's the the kids that are coming out of school. And the last, I'm going to say last three interviews that I just had, I said, I always ask, how did you hear about us? They go, oh, well, I saw you on um, Instagram. I checked out your Yelp. And then I checked out your website. After I checked out the website, I went deeper and checked out a stylist. And then on our website, we have their Instagram. So it's kind of like you almost need to have all three connect and speak the same language. But it has been huge with us attracting new talent, you know, and I don't know a salon out, owner out there that doesn't want new new employees, right? So they're savvy these days. They're looking at all the different platforms before they actually send in a resume or come in in person and, and interview with us. So, you know, it does make a difference on what the clients are saying. They want to work at a place that, that looks like they care and is cool. So it does really do help attract new stylists. Absolutely. If you see the, uh, any company or any business that has great views, you want to be part of that. <laughs> no one wants to be part of the business that gets slated the whole time online. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just it's just natural. Yeah. Or again, ignored, you know? So you know, it, that's, been, that's been a huge draw for us. And, and um, it's great to attract the, t- the top talent that way. Yeah. So another way that, that Yelp has helped us is by having us involved in a Yelp elite event which Gail was instrumental in creating with our Yelp representative. Yeah. um, Following these elites, which are what I call the social influencers of Yelp, they are people that there's even a banner. If you look on people's reviews, if they're an elite, and it tells you how many years they've been elite, how many reviews they've written, how many friends there's like a community they have and how many photos they do. So Yelp has actually nurtured this elite uh, group. And I reached out to them and I said, we'd like to host a party. And they're like, okay. And so here's what was really cool. They invited all the people and we had the busy bus come to the salon and they started at 60 and we had to bump it up to 75 people to, to come in. They partnered with, you know, food they brought in the food. We had a local wine guy that had just opened up a little wine bar. Um, and we said, would you like to pour some wine? He goes, yeah, so that I can get some Yelp reviews. Of course, I'll do it for free. David knew a local guitar player. So we had an event, which was great. Hour and a half, 75 people in the door. We got to do a, a we'll show you how to do your own hair event. Like we showed them how to curl and how to braid, how to do their brows they ate, drank, they were happy, and guess what? They wrote reviews. And they're not going to write a bad review because they didn't have a bad experience, right? So um, having that squad come in for an hour and a half was really one of the best marketing amazing. things we did, we've yeah, done amazing. all year. Um, I had a chance to meet and talk to each one of them. And we did a little video. I'd love to share it sometime with you. 
because we decided why not videotape this. Um, only one out of the 75 people had ever been in our doors before. Now, I mentioned we've been in business over 30 years. That's crazy when you, when you have all those new guests come in. It's, you can't get marketing like that anywhere else. So these elite people, are they almost like Yelp's version of bloggers and Instagram um, influencers, but they're local to your area? Is that right? Exactly. Correct. They, they, they only invite people from San Diego. You know, so within they're in our area and they are, I kind of kiddingly call it the influencers. And when they write a review, their review goes to the top of your page because they're very active. So sometimes people go, I don't like Yelp. My client just wrote a review and it got buried. Well, that's because it was the first time they haven't created their own profile. They've never written a review before. And it's not a bad thing. It's just the way things are. So Yelp does filter, but they don't do it because they're trying to hold you hostage. They do it because the people that actually write reviews and write honest reviews, not always five stars, are the ones that get put up on the top of your page. Yeah, Yelp actively supports their community that really is engaging in Yelp. So they write a lot of reviews, they post a lot of pictures, they, you know, actively, honestly talk about their experience. And that's what Yelp really supports. It's like having like your food critic or your, uh, your cinema critic. This is your salon critic, essentially. It is. It is. And we actually had one of the guests that was at that elite party we threw write a four star. And, and then he wrote this whole paragraph and, and savvy readers read through, they don't just look at stars. It's not about the stars. And I couldn't really find out why he only did a four star because he bragged about his entire experience, but he, he was still being honest. He, maybe he's a tough, you know, five's a lot. <laughs> so it's not about the, star. you know, it's about what, what you read. And then sometimes you'll get someone that'll do a, bad review and you read through it and you go they're just crazy because <laughs> people are smart they can kind of read through it oh yeah definitely you can see through those kind of messages anyways yeah so guys if um anyone listening to this episode doesn't really know uh, or has a handle on their online rep at the moment and wants to get stuck into it what are the first steps or like a good recipe to take advantage of that good reputation that you have, but it's not online just yet? Well, the first thing is capture your page. Make sure that you are active, all your information's up to date, what your hour business hours are. Our, like if you have a holiday coming up, make sure you, you, met, you put on there that you're closed. Um, put in your top pictures. I've moved my pictures around all the time to keep it really current so that if somebody's look a year ago, it doesn't look like the same page, but capturing that page and making sure all the facts are current. Um, you can also, if you're just starting out, you know, maybe you will want to do some, some ads for a while. It, they do work, you know? And then the last thing is, is, just make sure you respond to good, bad, or ugly. Yeah, I think one of the things that you, the most important thing Gail touched upon is, is really building your brand on that page. Make sure that you represent your representative of yourself and your business really well, because that's what the first thing people are going to look at. Show your culture. 
Well, guys, that's absolutely brilliant. And thanks so much for sharing the, the some light onto Yelp because for a while it's just been a mystery to me. The one thing I think I took away from you is be active on it. It or what was it you said? It's it's the uh, it's the Pinterest of uh, online reviews. I thought that was brilliant because instantly I'm just seeing visuals as opposed to empty contact cards where it's like no image, phone number, email address, that's it. So just keep it built up. Yes. Work it. Work it. Thanks for taking the time. Anytime for foreign. Anytime. Thank you so much. Thinking of switching salon software companies but fear the migration process? How long will it take? What happens to my staff and clients' details or my roster? Look, when you sign up for Forest Salon Software, it's our mission to transfer your data from your previous provider smoothly and safely onto your new one, us. Manage, market, and grow your business with Forest Salon Software. Visit forest.com for more details. So that was David Lindy and Gail Fulbright talking about the online reputation and more importantly, playing nice with Yelp. So if you are a listener in America, it sounds like it might be an opportunity to check that one out there for you to help grow your business, especially focusing on the reviews. And um, the thing I really liked was the, uh, the elite Yelpers or the Yelp Elite Club. Google has a similar version where it's people who regularly review. Um, so that's a really good idea to kind of invite those guys into your salon and see how you get on. Yeah, like what I took from it, you know, is just kind of be smart with it. Like David and Gail said, like they don't actually spend money on ads. Like they just use it as a community platform to reply to reviews and to make sure that that online reputation aspect of it is taken care of. So, um, yeah, that was really my main takeaway. Yeah, I mean, like it's similar to marketing. Um, No matter what channel you use, make sure that it's relevant to your business. Don't just put your business on all these different channels and platforms for the sake of it, just to get the name there. If it's going to be an empty card, if it's not going to be used, it's going to be pointless, essentially. So if you do decide you want to create a Google My Business account, a Facebook account, a Yelp account, you need to actively update it and get people using it as well, engagement. And uh, if we move on to what is kind of our second part, I don't know if we call it that anymore. I know that Killian, you've been thinking of renaming this part, but let's just jump into it with Forest Academy, I suppose. Yeah, we, we probably won't do it in this episode, but we, we'll find a, a nicer way to introduce this eventually. <laughs> so what we have is we have the Forest Academy. It's the early access launch of our Forest Academy, your one-stop education shop. So what is it? It's an online learning portal full of fun, interactive and bite-sized self-taught training courses covering each and every area of your forest system. So you can do interactive online and on-demand training. You can learn on the go with our downloadable app. You'll have a library of regularly updated and added courses, interactive forest systems, and most importantly, a Forest Academy certificate. So if you are interested in enrolling into the Forest Academy and checking it out, just email forestfm at forest.com or training at forest.com and just say Forest Academy. It will find me somehow and we'll get you up and running. And then very much in tune with this episode, coming up on Monday, July 8th, so next week, At 3 p.m. UK Ireland time or 10 a.m. US Eastern time, we have an online reputation webinar. So from building a wealth of five-star Google reviews to managing how clients treat, react, and rate your business online, this webinar is not to be missed. It's an hour long and you can sign up very easily uh, just through the link in this 
episode's show notes. Uh, other than that, we have, like Abigail Walsh was saying last week, the Conscious Hair and Beauty event in the UK in London taking place on Sunday, August 18th. Um, the theme is sustainability in the salon industry and personal wellness. The tickets are now on sale. You can head over to the link in this episode's show notes once again. And two last things, the Salon Management Course, which is a six-week online program hosted by Valerie Delforge and the Salon Mentorship Hub, which is a place to connect. So if you're struggling with anything uh, at all in the salon and you want to have a chat with a coach or a consultant on this topic, you can book a 15 to 30 minute free consultation with uh, one of the mentors collaborating with us on the hub. So for any of those two, just check out the links in the episode show notes. And well, that's all we got for this week, guys. So as always, if you want to share your thoughts on this episode or have any suggestions at all, send us an email at forcedfm at forced.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We genuinely love feedback and are always looking for ways to improve the show. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Forest FM, the Salon Owners Podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.